expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 44 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,687 on turnover of 4 billion NT. The TIEX closed slightly lower on Wednesday as the bellwether electronics sector saw investor sentiment wane following volatility in tech stocks on Wall Street overnight. Market watchers say old economy stocks, in particular those in the petrochemical sector, trended higher. That rise came amid a spike in international crude oil prices, despite a coordinated U.S.-led effort by energy-consuming countries to release strategic crude reserves to rein in fast-increasing oil prices. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs is thanking the U.S. government for inviting Taiwan to attend President Joe Biden's Summit for Democracy. The event will be held next month, and Taiwan is among the 110 delegations invited to the summit. According to the Foreign Ministry, Taiwan will be represented by Minister Without Portfolio Audrey Tang, who will share Taiwan's experiences in strengthening democratic governance through the use of technology with participants at the summit. Taiwan's top envoy to the U.S., Xiaobi Kim, will also join Tang at the summit. The State Department has said the summit is expected to focus on three principal themes, those being defending against authoritarianism, fighting corruption, and promoting respect for human rights. The event is being held virtually. And the Minister of Labor says the number of workers on furlough programs is continuing to decline on the back of a recovery in domestic consumption. According to the ministry, the rise in consumer spending has led to improvements in the food and beverage sectors amid easing concerns about the coronavirus. Figures show the number of workers who agreed to take unpaid leave fell to 24,915 as of November 23rd, and that was a decline of 619 from the previous week. However, the number of companies with furlough programs in place rose by 37 from a week earlier to stand at 2,989. In international news, the Justice Department is moving to prioritize prosecution of federal crimes aboard commercial aircraft. AP correspondent Mike Gracia reports. Attorney General Merrick Garland issued a memo Wednesday directing U.S. attorneys across the country to aggressively prosecute violent passengers who assault crew members or endanger the safety of other passengers aboard commercial flights. The directive comes amid a surge of unruly behavior aboard flights in 2020. 
2021. The Federal Aviation Administration said earlier this month it had launched 950 investigations into passenger behavior on flights this year, the highest total since it started keeping track in 1995. Airlines have reported more than 5,000 incidents involving unruly passengers this year. More than 3,600 of those incidents involved people who refused to wear face masks as required by federal regulation. Mike Gracia, Washington. Prime Minister Ariel Henry has sworn in his new cabinet. More than four months after he assumed leadership of Haiti following the assassination of President Jovenel Moise. Wednesday's appointments come as Haiti struggles with a rise in violence, kidnappings, and ongoing fuel shortages, blamed on powerful gangs that have blocked gas distribution terminals. He appointed nine ministers to a variety of positions, including foreign affairs, economy, justice, education, and health. Henry warned that difficult decisions lay ahead given the complex situation in Haiti and said his administration is doing the best it can to ensure public safety with the resources it has. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for a simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.